Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. it but I got a new piercing so now the one side of my mouth because it's healing is bothering me (laughs) and for those of you who are my friends and who have received snaps from me and haven't noticed yet where are your eyeballs (laughs) but that's not that's not what today's episode is about so we're going to move forward but again as I've said before this is season three episode 10 I think we're in the 60s now I stopped counting because even my grandmother asked me last week how many episodes in I was and I didn't remember. So I was like, I think 60 something because I don't remember what we ended last year with. I think we ended it with 50 something. So this entire year from January to December is going to be one long, you know, one, two, three, four, five, six till probably 52 because there's 52 weeks in the year. So that's what I should get to. So hopefully I'll be close to 100 by November. Um... So that's that. My voice sounds a little craggly. Now that I'm annoyed because my voice sounds craggly, but I drank water. So I have like a cup of water, my usual <clears throat> my usual tumbler full of water, and my voice decides to crack and go dry. Go figure. If that's irony. God damn it, I went to Target. Here's my problem, okay? So my mind's all over the place. We just I just went out to Target with my sister. I came back with a couple of things for the bathroom, and I got a new yoga mat, and... I'm looking at the trefoils, or trefoils, if you're a heathen, from the Girl Scouts cookies that the Girl Scouts that jumped me last week to buy four boxes for $20. So I got those. I'm looking at the shortbread ones I bought, and I'm like, you just went to Target, you dummy. Why didn't you get chocolate chips? Because those are the cookie I prefer to eat before I go to sleep. So of course, (laughs) so of course... I, uh, I'm looking at these cookies with resentment right now because these are not the cookies I want to go to sleep with. They're going to help. Okay. They're going to help me anyway, but those are not the ones I wanted to go to sleep to, but I guess that's what's going to happen tonight. I'm just going to have to get over it. Um, <laughs> that's my first issue for the night already. And we're only like three minutes in. So, um, Sorry. Yeah, so I hating the shortbreads right now, wishing I bought chocolate chips. There's Oreos downstairs and like nutter butters. But my brother's the one that eats nutter butters. I don't do that. So um I uh here's a couple things. So I now am the proud owner of a quip toothbrush. I own a sixty dollar toothbrush. Bougie? Probably. Is it helping me have better teeth brushing habits? For sure. Because it comes with this quirky little app. That tells you, it's Bluetooth connected to my phone. It tells you how you're brushing your teeth. Um, so it's interesting to see how bad you treat your teeth when it's in an app on your phone. So <laughs> I'm trying to get to this two a day thing, morning, evening. I'm doing mouthwash too. Only thing I'm not doing is flossing because not for nothing, I feel like that's disgusting, even though I know I'm supposed to do it. Um, So that's the only thing I'm not doing. So I'm brushing twice a day. I'm doing the mouthwash thing. I'm trying to be much better about my teeth because, you know, who knows how many I'll have when I'm 95, even if I live to get to that, if I live to see that. Okay. And I just realized having made that connection to things, I was watching this show and I was doing homework and I realized that I have to do my discussion post tomorrow. So I'm hoping that these calls are quiet enough where I can do my readings and shit. And I have to check in with this stupid group for this group assignment we're working on. But I'll get to that later also. 
So what I really want to talk about is when people ask you silly questions, but they're the reason why you're feeling silly. So last, last Wednesday or Thursday, <clears throat> so mad by the way, by the way, also happy St. Patty's day. Hopefully that's when I'm recording, by the way, by the time you hear this, you will probably have a hangover or two or three or 87. So me, on the other hand, not drinking because the mouth piercing still healing. Um, you can't dry out the skin with alcohol. But as soon as I'm able to, once my piercer gives me the green light, I am going to drink that strawberry wine that's in the fridge. <laughs> so, uh, so here's what happened last week. I think it was Friday. So Step Pops comes up the stairs and... I didn't know what he was coming upstairs for. As far as I knew, when I was straightening my hair a few days prior, the it seemed like the outlet wasn't working because my um, flat iron stopped working, like in the middle of me ironing my hair. So like my hair was starting to get cold and flat, and I was trying to figure out why, because I like to add a little curl to the end of it. So of course, I'm like, well, what the fuck's going on here? So I just plug it, I unplugged it and plugged it by my computer, and I was just... The cord was long enough where I could stand in the doorway of the bathroom, which is right in front of the mirror, and continue to straighten my hair. So, because I was trying to get ready for work, so I was in a rush. So, two days later, I'm guessing it was Friday. It's probably Friday. Um, Step Pops comes up the steps, stomping, stomping away in his boots, and starts messing around with the little, the the little, the area where the boiler is or or the HVAC, whatever, is right behind me. So it's, there's like a little closet here for like no reason. So he comes up and he starts fiddling with that. I'm still asleep. So it's fine. Kept my eyes closed, whatever. I can hear him messing around, but like he approached me, (laughs) woke me up to turn my flashlight on, on my phone to do what he had to do. Give me my phone back. I turn the flashlight off and then I start to just get up for the day. Cause I'm like, eh, why stay in bed? So, (laughs) so he, he goes, Oh, you're going to get up now? Oh, you're up now? I'm like, yeah. Like, what kind of question is that, dude? Like, you came up here making all the noise, probably waking up Jesus, and then asked me if I'm going to stay awake. Now, I wasn't going to say anything or complain because I thought he was fixing the outlet situation, which I was like, all right, cool. He fixed it. Yay. No, that wasn't it. He was fixing the air conditioning filter. But then, of course, you know, I, I wondered if that situation had gotten worked out somehow. So, of course, I go into the bathroom now. I won't go into the bathroom yesterday, actually, and straighten my hair for the first time in a few weeks because I had obviously I had stopped taking care of myself. And that's like one of the downfalls of it is that when you start to feel depression coming in, you stop working on yourself and stop putting effort into yourself. And as silly, excuse me, as silly as it sounds, when I feel like putting... Here's the thing. So I used to actually physically go to a job during the day. And now that I work from home, I don't feel as if I put in enough effort in my looks. Now I know beauty is in the eye of the beholder and sometimes looking natural is better. And some women can rock that natural look, but in order to get into the mind frame or mind space or headspace of actually going and doing a nine to five or whatever my hours are, I need to do my hair and makeup. And I hadn't done it in a while. So I started to lose confidence and lack of sex appeal and whatever it is that you feel when you put that shit on. And I decided I was going to stop doing that. So over the weekend, I stopped. I hadn't worn makeup in like two weeks. Hadn't done my hair in probably longer than that. And was just feeling a little miserable. So over the weekend, I decided I was going to switch from Planet Fitness to Crunch because like my switch from Verizon to AT&T shit was just a little too stupid with them. And there was too many hoops you had to go through to sort your own situation out. So like I had difficulty because for some reason my account wasn't registering appropriately online. So anytime you want to cancel, they make you physically go to the location to cancel your membership. And I was like, well, considering I don't live in New York anymore. (laughs) I can't go to New York and I'm not sending certified mail because I know how long that takes because of the pandemic. Everything is screwed up. Everything is delayed. 
So I'm not doing that. So I'm not going there because I think it's really stupid that they don't have an online way of doing it. Because what if I didn't want to go to the gym because I didn't want to expose myself to that situation? And now I have to go and expose myself to a potential threat of COVID because I don't want to go to this gym anymore. If I don't want to go, I don't want to go. If I don't want to go, I don't want to go sign a form. Okay. So I'm not going. (laughs) So I just switched over my bank accounts anyway. Uh, They don't have my new banking information, so they can just go ahead and cancel it on their own because they're not getting that $20 a month from me anymore. So in any case, I transitioned into Crunch Gym without actually giving them Planet Fitness the formal fuck off, goodbye, double bird wave. (laughs) You know what that is. You know anytime you leave someone's house when you're upset with them or some establishment that treated you like shit. You turn around and you flip the bird and you walk away backwards, like kind of like you're a hero of nothing, because that's what it is. (laughs) You're the hero of nothing. You're the hero of a situation you made it. You made it. You made yourself. (laughs) So I started going to every day since then. Well, I signed up Saturday. I was going to go Sunday. Wasn't in the mood for it. Uh, I had a nail situation. So... Saturday, I tried a new nail place. They're wonderful. The lady didn't do my nails the length I wanted them to. So uh, Sunday, I went to a different place. I went to my mom's place. And I know it was really recent to do a nail change, and I will never do that again. But I needed my nails shorter, okay? I type way too much. They were cute. Don't get me wrong. They were beautiful. But sister girl over here is a boss bitch. And when she types... She can't have delays, okay? Like, I need to be able to, with this call center job, with the nails that I had, there would be such chaos. And my notes, I would get lost in typing notes before I could get to the next person. So I type 62 words a minute with my regular nubbies. So you only get, in my job, you only get a minute and a half to type your note from the conversation. And if it's a quick call, it's enough time. If it's one of those calls where it's like problem after problem, and then you have to transfer it to a supervisor, then it's going to be a problem all the way because, um, because there's not enough time to put all the notes. And what they want you to do is put every detail in the note that you can. So you have to fill that up and a minute and a half is not enough time. So sometimes you have to put yourself in work project, but then they say you're out of adherence or compliance, whatever, because you have to be available stat for the next call. Today was a pretty easy day. Yesterday was kind of a mess. Tuesday was a mess. And I wasn't really thrilled with any of those phone calls, but that's again, later we'll go into that later. So, um, the nails I had to, would not allow me, would not give me enough time to do those notes. So I'm like on some, I'm back to gel polish because I don't really like the process for dip and it's almost the same thing, but with gel, at least I know my hair won't get caught in it. Like sometimes when you, when the dip powder stuff grows out, it's, it's almost like when you get acrylics done, like it flips up a little bit by the cuticle and like everything starts to get caught under it. Like you try and put your hand through your hair and your hair, your strand of hair gets caught. So I didn't want to do that. So I was like, I'll just do a plain gel. Do you know? Now I understand. I had to soak all that shit off. Do you know I had to sit there for like two hours with my hand and acetone, both of them, before I could actually have anything done? Like I was just sitting there the whole time. And like, if I hadn't forgotten my headphones at home, like my AirPods, I would have put my other headphones in. But I was like, ah, this will be quick. It'll be an hour. Nope two hours before they even touched me again. So of course I was at the nail salon for two and a half hours. And let me tell you, when I got back from Target, my mom said that she went to the nail place by the scrambled egg. There's a cute little breakfast place called the scrambled egg over here. They make delicious food. I've had a breakfast Cuban sandwich. It was disgusting. So disgustingly good. When I say something's disgusting, it's the complete opposite. It was delicious and heavy and dictated the rest of my day. (laughs) Um, so she went to the place it's called like angel nails and spa. So I said to her, I was like, how did you like it? And she goes, I loved it. She had a pedicure and I was like, well, good to know. Cause I have an appointment for a pedicure on Saturday and that's where I'm going at 9am. 
What's up, Beats? I heard you, man. Stop it. <laughs> I don't know if you heard that, but she said, hey, three times. Stop it. <laughs> I'll say it again. Anyway, so um, I don't know if you heard her, but she's so funny. Her laugh, her laugh makes me laugh now because <laughs> they laugh for nothing. <laughs> I miss those days when you used to laugh at nothing as a kid. My grandmother used to hate that shit. She used to get so mad. She used to, um, she used to say that my grandfather wasn't that funny to be laughing at like that. But she, she also seemed like she was like the empress of evil. <laughs> I don't mean that intentionally. It's just she, she had a hard life, I guess. So I guess you know, humor costs time, which she didn't have, I guess, when she was younger or my age. So um, I don't know. Maybe she's never. She's never. She had kids when she was young like 18 and then 21, I believe. She married my grandfather very young. I think she was pregnant with my aunt when she married my grandfather. So she had to grow up real early. So I don't know how much joy she's experienced in her life, but she did not like when I laughed at my grandfather. She did not find him to be a very funny man. (laughs) I did though. He always used to like to have fun. He used to take me on walks. He used to go get comic books. And I think that's what got me into my start with like video games, honestly, because, you know, you go from cartoons and comic books to freaking video games and it's like the simplest transition. Um, My first console was a Sega Genesis, by the way, to put an age on it. (laughs) I had a Sega Genesis. I had a Dreamcast, the first PlayStation, the second PlayStation, third PlayStation, had an Xbox 360 and Xbox One. And I don't know if I want to get the five. I've probably discussed this already, but I don't know if that's where I'm going with that. But, um, yeah, so I miss laughing just to laugh. Like, you know, there's the special people in your life that you could just sit and laugh with for hours. I have so many videos of me, Alicia, and Laura. Oh, my God. I have snap videos of us laughing together about the dumbest things. And uh, I miss them. So, uh, and then I know I have one particular person who just makes me laugh without even trying. And, uh. Anyway, got lost in the thought. Um, but yeah, so uh, I miss all my people. We had a lot of fun together. Maybe there'll be a comeback. Who knows? <laughs> um, I got to get them on here. So if I if I do see them again, I'm going to get more people on my pod. Like, you know, Laura's been on it. Um, Alicia has yet to be on it. I would love for that to happen, though. So I got to see how I can get that to work. Um. But yeah, so just laughing just to laugh is like the greatest thing ever. And I miss my grandpa for that because he used to laugh over the dumbest shit too. (laughs) But in any case, so in my current job, I've explained this to you guys already. I work for a call center. Sometimes the evenings get a little quiet at the end. So what they do is they offer something called early release. This shit happened again today. So here's my issue. Beach, shut up. <laughs> She's like narrating her life. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so there's early release at my job. And they offered it again. And I'm telling you, this thing is like Bigfoot. Nobody from my group, actually one person, which is quite the surprise. Nobody else in my group has gotten early release. Nobody's been approved for it. So, um, funny enough. Okay, it happened again tonight. <laughs> so if there should happen to be a lull in the day, an email gets sent out near the end of the shift, usually an hour before the end. So if you get off at 6, the email usually goes out around 5 o'clock. If you get off at 8, it goes out around 7 o'clock. And they say, would you like early release? If you do, please respond to this email with the caption, early release on it, asking if you would like it paid or unpaid. Who? is selecting unpaid. (laughs) Who is selecting to leave early with unpaid time? If I'm leaving early, I want to get paid for that hour or however long it is because I'm working an eight and a half hour shift. Okay. So maybe I'll do half an hour paid and half an hour unpaid or however it works. But who's asking me if I want this unpaid and who's really saying they want it unpaid? Okay. I would never say no, thanks. I would love to take an hour off and not get paid for it because then that's just me like leaving early. 
like a normal leave early situation. It's not them asking if I want to leave. It's me saying, I'm leaving early today. Okay, bye. Like, what kind of nonsense is this? And this is why I'm convinced that this shit doesn't exist. Okay? It's not real because twice I have emailed my response saying I would like paid early release. And both both those times, I haven't received a response at all, whether it was approved or denied. Could you imagine? That email gets sent out. Within 10 seconds of having received it, I send an email response saying I want early release paid. To then find out five seconds later, early release is full. Don't dangle that shit in my face and then tell me that I can't have it. What kind of nonsense is this? So then, of course, my other teammates, well, my other classmates in Microsoft Teams, we were talking about it. And we were like, no way is it full that quickly. No way, if we're all getting this email at the same time, is it full that quickly? I need someone to explain to me how that's possible. So I told them, I'm telling you, this isn't a real thing. It's not. Because she's saying that it's all full, but she should, it says in the email, wait, stay in available status until you get an email saying approved or denied. She doesn't even email anybody back to say denied or not. She just says early release is full. And then, of course, by the time we're all done like with our call and waiting for us to get a response, it's 730. And we're like, oh, fuck it. Who cares? Like at 730, we're like, we only have half an hour left. Who even wants the early release now? Like at seven o'clock, maybe send it out at 630. Because after I took my lunch... From like 3.16 to 3.46, because it has to be legit half an hour. So after that half hour is over, I had like one call every 45 minutes till I was done for the day. So when they sent that early release out, I hadn't had a call in maybe 20 minutes. And then, of course, when that was sent out, phone call comes through. So I'm like, of course, of course. One other person... One other teammate got it. She got it approved. So it worked out for her. So I was very happy for her. But I'm salty because stop offering it. (laughs) Stop offering early release. Because I don't feel like getting my hopes up anymore. And it's like a waste of an email. It's like, why am I sending this if it's not a real thing? Anyway. So that's why I think that... It doesn't exist, but it does apply to us because we're, we're, we're the mortgage servicing group. That's where that email usually goes. Anyway, whatever. So, so I have another thing. So besides the nail salon thing, I have a hair salon story for you. And you know, these, these come in waves. Hold on a moment. I'm sending a text. I know robot Laura, I'm not going to type it. You're not going to hear it. Oh, my robot Laura got a nice little haircut today, too. She's looking fine. I told her, I was like, she asked my opinion on some bangs. And she, uh, I said to her, don't do them too short. Otherwise, you're going to have to do like a weekly bang trim because her hair grows like vines. And she goes, well, we know the weekly bang thing isn't happening. And I said, I know that. I'm just making sure you know that. I know that she's a low maintenance haircut person. That's why I told her if she's going to do bangs, she should do them long and to the side, like the way mine are. So she said, um, she, she showed me the picture, the after picture, and it looked beautiful. Looks beautiful. And I said, you know that this isn't going to look like this after today, right? Cause she doesn't do anything to her hair, but her hair looks great. I have to like style mine for it to look any kind of decent besides looking like Fraggle Rock. So, so her hair looked good. And she goes, oh, I know today is the only day my hair's going to look good. So I said to her, I was like, dude, you better take all the pictures you have now. (laughs) So she goes, yeah, I know. (laughs) So she's feeling herself with her St. Patty's Day cut. It looked good. Um, I love when people take my advice. She even said her hairdresser said that, um, uh, she said her hairdresser even agreed with the with my recommendation. I was like, girl with hair, I'm a whiz, okay? 
<clears throat> okay. Um, so I went to this hair salon. So I was trying to get a quick haircut on Saturday. So let's get, let's get back to some real content here. <laughs> not that Laura's haircut's not important, but it led into what I wanted to say perfectly. So I wanted to try and get a quick haircut this past Saturday. Like after getting my nails done, I was feeling good. I was on a roll, whatever. Apparently it wasn't meant to be, especially after Googling up and down, left and right. So I settled for Ulta, which was my go-to because after going to Fantastic Sam's and waiting for 20 minutes, it wasn't the right fit for me as a customer or employee. So I went into Fantastic Sam's. It's like 10, 15 minutes from the house. I get in there and the lady, well, here's what happened. I called first after I Googled it. It got some good ratings. So I was like, cool, I'll go. I don't care. A chain is a chain. They always do good work at chains anyway. They're so underrated, usually a bomb job. So I go there and it seemed like another situation that Myra would have been involved in. Myra was the owner of the salon that I managed that I quit because of circumstances. And um, also got accused of stealing 69 cents and I'll tell you why later. I'm sure I already like explained this in a previous episode. <clears throat> Excuse me. So it seemed like a Myra situation. And um, I was in there. And, well, before I even got there, sorry. So I called to make an appointment. And the lady was like, can you come at 11.15? And it was like 10.55. So I said, yeah, sure, no problem. I'll be right, right over. So, of course, I get there. Actually, okay, so she told me to be there at 11, but if I got there at 11.05, it'd be fine. So it was 10.55, so I flew over there. I got there at 11.08, and there's so, uh, a son and a mother and son in there sitting and waiting. So I was like, cool, there's going to be one person ahead of me. It's going to be fine. Mind you, I had to go pick up my sister from tennis at like 12.30. So I was like, cool, so one person ahead of me, I should be there, boom, to pick her up like maybe a few minutes late, but I'll still be there to get her. So, um... I, I'm sitting there waiting and she goes, oh, there's two people ahead of you. And actually, no, she goes, there's just people ahead of you, but don't worry about it. I got you next. She goes, I'm the only one working today. She goes, I hired two more. Um, she said, I hired two more stylists. She goes, I'm the person that's running this place. And, um, I hired two more people, but you can't really rely on that to happen. So it's like, okay, whatever. So of course my dumbass has to say that I cut hair. So I was like, I'm licensed. And I was like, immediately as I raised my hand trying to be cute and everything, I wanted to be like, put your hand down. Like <laughs> like when you see one of those really obnoxious kids in class waving their hand like, ooh, 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 like getting all crazy and intense with it. Like, pick me, pick me. I was like, I know that when I do this whole pick me, pick me thing, it's not going to work. So. Okay. <laughs> Shut up, dude. <laughs> My sister is rapping, apparently. <laughs> I was like, what did you say? So, uh, it's terrible. I can't get through these stories. Um, <laughs> it's so dumb. So, um, I raised my hand and I was like, why did I raise my hand? There's only three people in here. And I put my hand down and was like, yes, I do cut hair. And she goes, well, if you're serious, I am hiring and I would love to sit and talk with you. And I was like, cool. Okay. So I'm sitting there and I'm waiting and I'm looking and watching as time goes by on my watch and on my phone. Cause I'm sitting there like, cool, I'll give it like 10, 15 minutes and I will friggin, you know, just do this thing. So I just wanted to trim. I wasn't doing anything fancy. I just wanted a nice relaxation moment to like clear my head on a Saturday. So I'm sitting there waiting and then like 10 minutes goes by or however long the first haircut took. And then of course I didn't realize, but mom was the next person to get a haircut. So I was like, oh my God, first of all, don't tell me to come at a fucking certain time if you are not going to take it seriously because I could have gotten a speeding ticket trying to get here and your dumbass was going to take two other people. So it's either you gave me an appointment or you didn't. And I'm going to assume she did not give me an appointment time. So. So I, without saying a word, left. I like 
quietly picked up my bag, put it over my shoulder, and I walked out. Because I was like, here's another situation I do not want to put myself in in a salon. So I, I was like, this, you know, there's too many things. I'm a big believer in signs. So when I go someplace and there's two people ahead of me after you told me to hurry up and get there, and then I'm sitting there and you want me to interview with you, but number one, I've already noticed you don't have concept of time. And number two, you don't really stick with your appointments. Like you took my name and everything. And you could have told those people, hold on a moment, I have an appointment coming in. If she doesn't show up within 10 minutes, I will take you. Which is common sense and standard courtesy to anybody who rushes over after you tell them to come now. And is late by two minutes and you've already decided you're going to take the other person that walked in. Which is, you know, that's your business. That's how you want to run it. But again, disrespectful to me after I busted my ass to get here. So I noticed that that was like one flaw too many. And considering the fact that she was the only one there on a Saturday, what happened to your other employees? Why don't your other employees work on a Saturday? Why are you the only one? And you're the owner. Why are you the only one busting your ass on a Saturday? So I already realized there was something funky with that situation, and I did not want a haircut from this woman. So I made an appointment for Ulta for Sunday, which I didn't keep, (laughs) by the way. So I think I'm just going to color my my hair myself because I just want to color it black, but I don't want to pay a crazy amount, and I'm actually feeling pretty okay with my hair the way it's laying right now. So I'm going to leave it alone. Um, so I was done with that. So I decided to go to Beals, which is this cute little TJ Maxx-ish type store that I've mentioned that's out here besides TJ Maxx. This is cute. Um, and bought myself a new pillow because my pillow I had for a while, um, was sagging in the middle. So I was like, okay, we got to do away with this. (laughs) So when I'm usually, usually when I say I'm going to do something, I say it, I do it. And, uh, that's, that's what I did with my Saturday. I got my nails done, not instant regret, just a little bit, a little bit of regret went and, um, went and got myself a pillow instead of getting a haircut. And of course, you know, tried to check in on a stupid group project that never actually happened. So as you know, I work better alone. Everybody knows that. I don't like waiting for other people. I don't like being on another person's time. I don't, I don't like waiting. Um, I, like I said, I, I'm one of those people who probably is better alone sometimes in certain aspects, but you know, other times you do need a partner. So group projects are shitty. If you partner up with someone, you, you, it's an accountability thing. Okay. So what's happening in this group project is one person is taking responsibility for communication and it's not being done in a timely fashion. And like I said before, I don't like waiting for people to do things. So of course there's six of us in this group. One person in the group is, her name is grayed out. So who even knows if she's still in the program or not, or in the class for that matter. So Like I said, as you guys know, I'm going for my master's currently, and the class I'm taking has assigned a group project. One of the side effects of group projects I have discovered is expert-level nausea, not moderate, not mild, severe Olympian-level nausea. And I'm not going to fail a project because people can't use modern technology. Like there's so many other ways that we can get our communication done in a more efficient manner. And instead, here's what's happening. A link to a Google meeting hangout was sent to the incorrect spelling of my email, which is really fucking easy considering it's only my first name and last name at gmail.com. And everybody's names are their first and last name on the, on the, on the school site. So in the group project, everybody's name is spelled correctly on everything. Okay. Secondly, after receiving the stupid link to the Google Hangout meeting, nobody accepted when I attempted to join. So I attempted to join the group call so I can have some input on this project twice 
and twice had said nobody in the meeting accepted my attempt to join. Do you think I pointed that out? I most certainly did point that out. I said, sorry, I couldn't be in the group, but my invite was not accepted to join. (laughs) Like the bitch that I am. And you're welcome. Otherwise, who would be listening to this podcast? Y'all don't like me because I'm nice. (laughs) Y'all do not like me because I'm nice. So I pointed that out and then I said, I don't know that this portal works efficiently to communicate with the group. If you want, I can spearhead another option. There's so many other ways we could be trying to get in touch with each other about this project that nobody's utilizing and it's driving me crazy. So, (laughs) second week, okay, so I put my two cents in, and then I made a Google Hangout for text only. So if you go to Google, and you look, you hit the, like, the the nine little dots next to your picture, and you scroll down, it says Google Hangouts, and it's, there's, like, um, quotation marks, like, when you type in dialogue, okay? That's where I made a group and sent it to everybody in the group so that they can be in it. Didn't work for the one person who had Yahoo, I think. So I might have to fix that. But there's like so many different avenues we could go down to communicate with each other that nobody has discovered and is only relying on a website that people check like maybe once a day. Like I haven't looked at it since Monday. And that's when I turned in my assignment, the solo assignment, not the group. The group I probably failed that week, which I don't care because I'm about to message my professor and be like, I'm not going to fail because my group doesn't know what they're doing. So that was my frustration last week and over the weekend because I just decided to not care about that group project anymore and just work on that until people get it together. So moving on from that. (laughs) So a lot of people, a lot of people called yesterday and this is this it's, it's things like this that kind of break my heart a little bit, but at the same time, you just want to like shake the person you're talking to on the phone. So Tuesday seemed like it was widow, widow call Tuesday. So a lot of people, well, two or three phone calls I had, which was, you know, it, it was one too many of this nature. So two people called saying that their significant other, whose name was on the loan, passed away. And they were just trying to get some information on this loan so that they could either make a payment or get their name on the loan or just make sure they're authorized or something like that. Um, so a lot of it is that you have to submit paperwork state stating that you are the legal owner of the property now due to, uh, surviving the spouse. So most of the people who called yesterday were not on the loan loans, I should say, because it was multiple phone calls. So a lot of people who called yesterday, one lady apparently was 80 years old. The third party called and she was telling me the story and I, they were trying to pay off the property. Now the wife wasn't on the loan. She is an authorized party, but she is not like an executor of a state or anything. So she can't do anything really having to do with a payoff. And they were trying to work on this payoff for next week where they were supposed to be closing next week. Now, here's my thing with all of these. If I, if I am married to somebody and I love them and we live together and I'm helping paying the bills in the house, and I'm helping pay the mortgage and everything else. This frustrates me because you can't be this mean to the person, but you want to be. My name needs to be on that as soon as possible. Okay. My name needs to be on some kind of legal document because I need to know that if anything should happen, I'm still good. Okay. These people were calling One gentleman called. He said that his spouse died last November, not November, last February. And the check, a refund check was reissued in both their names. And she's not on his banking information anymore because she passed. 
So he was trying to figure out how to get his name on there or get the check reissued in his name. So of course I had to give him the spiel. You would need to submit paperwork, legal paperwork, stating that you are the sole owner of this property and that you are the executor of a state. We need some legal documentation saying that you own this house now because you survived your spouse. I had to say that so many times to so many people yesterday. I had to have been more than two, but it, it was upsetting in a way because it just shows how little people are prepared for situations like that. And then it makes you think of how short life is. Like the guy seemed like a really young dude that called about his wife and I think it was his wife or his fiance. One of the two situations regardless. So, um, he, he couldn't do anything. He can't, he doesn't really legally have any rights to anything having to do with that account. And now he's going to have to wait for that whole process to go through and then have a check reissued. So, and then it's like the other woman, the third party that called said that her 86 year old client was trying to get this payoff done, said that she basically almost had a heart attack while on the phone because she was hyperventilating so much. And she had like a breakdown on the phone over this. And I just felt bad because, um, like what, what do you even do? Like, or if like the, the daughter's trying to get information, uh, on the, on the account and she's still not authorized cause she didn't send them the paperwork yet. It's like, how, how much more upsetting could the day go? You know, like everybody's calling with the same issue within the, within an hour. I think I was like, what is this? widow Tuesday? Like what's happening? I just felt really bad because there's nothing really I can do. Like I am the reason why they can't get this information besides them, besides them not having the paperwork on file for that. And it just makes me think like, you know, like I said, if I'm with my significant other and I love them and we're married and we get a place together and I'm on, and you know, there's a mortgage and everything, I need my name to be on those papers. And even before working for a call center for mortgages and stuff, I want my name on legal documentation because I am bound to you for life and I will be bound to our bills for life. So when people ask me, why do I say commitment? Why do I think I'd be more committed down the, down the line? And it's because in terms of commitments, you have to think of the other person as a piece of yourself. So if a piece of you dies, you're not going to feel that great, are you? Um, so like, you know, you have to cut that part of your body off and then you have to figure out how to try and survive without that piece. And it's kind of like that with this scenario, which is, you know, your spouse is dead and now you have to try and figure out how you're going to do all of these finances for the house and everything. But you're missing that one piece, which is the paperwork. It's the legal binding that's what that is to me. That's what marriage is to me is that, you know, even though I find you and you're my soulmate and everything, I want to prove to everybody that you are the one that I love and I want to be with forever. Okay. And I want everybody to be jealous of our relationship. And I want even the most cynical person to be like, well, damn, I could find love too. <laughs> because I'm a cynical person. I am a bitch when it comes to love. Okay. I have never been the one to be like, oh my God, just say hi to the people. Okay. <laughs> I have never been one of those people that's been like, oh my God, love is so perfect. I've always been that one that goes like, like love, like, Ugh, what do you mean? Like, I've never been one of those persons, people that's been a fan of love. Like I like it in movies. Like I'll bawl my eyes out during the notebook and anything else. Like I recently cried over what happened in Grey's Anatomy and had to leave the house after it happened. So something broke me because I, I cry a lot. I cry a lot now. <laughs> but um, I've never been one of those people that was, you know, ooh, I'm going to fall in love someday. Like when I was younger, probably. Like, um, I used to be a big believer in that as a kid. Cause I, I thought that I needed to have my life planned out. And if I was referring, like I'm not comparing. So here we go. If I was referring back to my childhood at this age, I would have liked to have been married at least one kid and have my own place. 
none of that's happening right now. <laughs> I am apparently still trying to figure it out, and my generation is the figure-it-out generation, apparently. So we'll get there. Give it time. But as I was saying before, like, your problems become my problems as soon as we've chosen each other. Now, I know that they say that women, that men need women. Well, women, men need women more than women need men, which is true because in this day and age, we can just go to a sperm bank and have kids on our own. At this point, we don't really need a significant other to have a child anymore, which is interesting because it never used to be that way. Maybe that's why so many people are like, here's the thing. So I'm thinking about this now and it sounds really stupid. But back in like the 50s and 60s when people could not be openly gay, they got married to the opposite sex because that was what you're supposed to do. And sometimes it makes me think of that movie, The Hours, because Julianne Moore was like in love with one of her female neighbors and she could not be with her because that wasn't what you did back then. You stayed married to a man even if you didn't want to. So this just made me think of, you know, we pick each other now. We've chosen each other and I want to choose you legally so that you know that if something happens to you, we're going to be okay regardless. That's why I want to do. A lot of people don't believe in the whole marriage wedding ceremony. It's just a piece of paper. It's not just a piece of paper to me. It's not just a piece of paper. It's the thing that binds us together. So that you know that if something happens to you or I know that something happens to me that you're going to be okay and you're going to be taken care of, which at the end of the day is what I want for you. So that's what, not everybody views it the same. Not everybody views marriage the same. That's how I view it. Because I want us financially taken care of in case of an emergency. Which brings me back to what these phone calls yesterday is. We shouldn't really think in morbid terms when we look into our finances and our future and stuff, but you have to be realistic. People can get hit by a bus. People can have heart attacks. We're living in a society where people can't even hug each other yet. There's people in nursing homes right now who are not hugging each other because they can't, because we can't do that. So in a society where we're currently having to social distance from each other, we need to be more prepared, okay? And we needed to be prepared a while ago. And it made me a little bit sad, not disappointed or angry at these people, but it made me a little bit sad because they were so blissfully enjoying their life that they forgot about the one thing that happens with everybody. It's two things that are guaranteed in this life is death and taxes. So why wouldn't you want to be prepared for the death portion if we're always having to be prepared for taxes? It's like weighing it out like on a scale here on like balance it's even keeled death and taxes are the definition of what you can expect from life (laughs) so my reality is that when i get married i want that person to know and i'm sure they would want me to know that if something should happen we're in this together even after one of us is dead so I know I got a little bit strange. (laughs) I got a little bit strange, but I'm telling you the way I round out this episode, you're going to love it. So (laughs) I watched this movie. I know I got a little heavy and now I'm trying to change it on you, but this is, you're going to laugh at this because I went from like, you know, being really sad to really stupid in a minute. I watched this movie last night called the death of me. It started, starred Maggie Q and some other douche. (laughs) And I say some other douche because I don't know his name. And I don't think he's well known. So this husband and wife go to Thailand. Okay. And he, he's like a photographer slash tourism person, personality maybe, because they went to Thailand so that he could take pictures of all the festivals and stuff that go on there. I don't know what his main job was because they left that part out of the movie, which I think is maybe a very important plot point. Who knows? So, um, he, they go to a bar. So, (laughs) This is the opening scene. The movie opens. The chick is covered in dirt laying on the floor. And the husband is laying face down on the ground. Neither neither one of them remembers what happened the previous night. So they refer back to some videotapes. Yeah, because he had a camcorder. I was like, videotapes? That sounds like American Psycho. 
So they refer back to the recording and (laughs) strange stuff has happened. So they went to a bar. Sorry for the long pause. I just wanted to get my thoughts together. They go to a bar and uh, (laughs) they got, they have like some strange liquid poured into their drinks. They don't know what it is, but they seem super excited. Like any tourist would be. And they, um, they drink it. And then the video continues to them walking around just like some main square area. And the husband decides that he's going to bang his wife right there out in the open on the grass. So they're doing their thing. They start banging, whatever. And he decides he's going to start choking her to death. So we don't know what comes over him. (laughs) He starts choking her and snaps her neck. So, of course, now she's realizing why she has those red marks on her neck. So, of course, he's like, you know that wasn't me. I wouldn't do that. And she looks at him and she's like, she runs to the bathroom to like hide, I guess. And she took off the necklace she had around her neck and she started throwing up grass in the sink. Because in the video, it shows him burying her in the ground. So... (laughs) This is the stupidest movie ever. And I don't know if I want to ruin the ending for you. Maybe I do. But basically, they were conducting some some sort of ritual, but it had to be her choice to do things. And of course, she's saying the whole time it was not her choice. But then they kept pointing out ways in which she made the choice on her own to do something. They offered plenty of ways for her to get off that island She chose to stay because she was looking for her husband who had killed himself in front of her. So he was dead. (gasps) So technically she was dead also. (laughs) Every time she took the necklace off, she would experience some form of decay. So the first sign of it was her throwing up the grass. She threw up again. They kidnap, they, they kidnap her and they start doing things to her and she doesn't think it's real until she realizes she's pregnant. And she got pregnant because they put something inside of her, not because she had sex with her husband, okay? Because the doctor, a, an American doctor, told her that she was unable to. So what this crazy woman who owned the hotel said is that, you know, you've been given a gift from this island And you're going to be our sacrifice to keep this tsunami away from us. Because every time they sacrifice somebody, it has to be voluntary. Like they have to believe in the magic of the island. And they have to, (laughs) they have to give themselves willingly to the island. So of course, you know, Maggie Q is like, fuck that. Fuck you. And I'm out of here. And of course, you know, the chick who was trying to sew her eyes shut is like telling them to stay away from her because she has to make it her choice if she wants to do this or not. And I'm like, well, after what you told her, who the hell is choosing that? I don't want to die for no reason for this stupid island, for all of you guys who conspired to like kill me and my husband this whole time. Like, who are you? So in any case... She, I'm going to ruin the ending because no one's going to watch this anyway. It's called Death of Me on Netflix. I haven't really given too much information for you to actually have been spoiled by this, but this movie was shit. I don't recommend unless you want to laugh. Um, and I think, you know, Netflix needs to refresh its settings because I would never in a million years have chosen this if it didn't have such a good rating. It had a 72% match to something I watched. And I want to be like, well, what the fuck did I watch that suggested this concoction of bullshit (laughs) like what did I watch because I'm telling you 100% you're lying to me because I would not watch anything adjacent to what I watched yesterday I had to text about it at midnight and be like that movie is garbage (laughs) I knew he was sleeping but I was like I have to tell you (laughs) this movie is trash like (laughs) hmm so that movie was so stupid because she, she escaped. Okay. So she escapes the Island. She's wearing, she, <laughs> she wasn't wearing the necklace somehow. And apparently when they find her in the ocean on the boat, she's freaking dead. 
Okay. So now they go back to the island where everybody else is dead too, because she left and she was the magic and she was carrying that new life inside of her that was part island, part human, whatever that means. Um, and uh, they shoot back to the island, like the camera anyway, not her because she's dead. They go back to the island and they start showing like all the people in body bags. And guess who should be there? Fucking Maggie Q. So who was in the boat? Who was in the life raft that she took? Or speedboat or whatever. Who was it? Because it wasn't Maggie Q. So how did this happen? How did she get back to that island with her dead one shut one eye sewn shut bullshit? <laughs> the movie made no sense. Because it just didn't. Like, I thought that it kind of got to me in a way because I didn't know if I, what I was seeing was real or fake or not. Like, I didn't know if her husband was actually dead because the fucking hotelier, whatever, she freaking said that her husband was on the phone. Meanwhile, they haven't had cell phone service the entire time. So you knew something was funky with that lady. I think the biggest reveal of that whole movie was the little girl that was with the hotel owner wasn't the daughter. Like, <laughs> I was like, what? Where's this little girl's mother then? And then, of course, Maggie Q asks that question. She goes, well, where's her mother? And the little girl goes, down below. That bitch is dead. <laughs> That's what I learned. That was the biggest reveal of that episode. I mean, episode of that movie. Of that almost two-hour movie. It was an hour and like 45 minutes. And I'll never get back. But whatever. It was at night, so who cares? Shitty movies don't count if they're at night and you're doing nothing. <laughs> Shitty movies count if you have to pay for a movie ticket. <laughs> That's my opinion. I mean, I will never get through the whole, you know, ream of movies on Netflix. That will never happen. But, you know, I will try. Just for you guys to tell you what movies not to watch. <laughs> so Death of Me, don't need to watch it. I just told you it was bad. You can try anyway, but maybe the bean hater will, will try it out because he doesn't care about that either. Because we watched Train to Busan 2 on Discord and that movie was so dumb. So dumb that I don't even remember what happened. <laughs> like, I can't even tell you what happened. That's how stupid it was. <laughs> and I don't even feel bad for saying it. But, um... So uh, to round this out on a happier note, because I've talked about so many depressing things this episode, I feel like, um, I've been going back to the gym. So that's what I was trying to say earlier is that, you know, your homegirl got back into the gym. I'm on day three of five of going to the gym. And I, like I said, I bought a new yoga mat so I could do my, my blogilates again. So it's going to be good. I'm excited. It's like blue and marbly kind of. But I think I got to like roll it out so that it's not all curly for the first time I use it. But I'd rather use a $5 Pilates app and a $20 gym membership over anything else any day. So, um, so I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode. I know, like I said, I got a little weird before, but some things when they're important to you, you need to say them out loud. Because again, like I said before, life is really short and you don't know what's going to happen to you a day, an hour, a minute from now. Um, I'm hoping nothing, but, uh, you know, you can't really say that, especially given everybody's health is different. Um, so, uh, yeah, I appreciate you guys for listening to the episode. Sorry, I got distracted and, um, yeah, so my, my sister, okay, one more thing. My sister, Abigail, <laughs> she's the best, but I feel like she's a little bit like me a lot and, I feel like I have very proud moments when I can see that, you know, I've influenced her growth because she's 15 now. And that makes me feel super old because she's like half my age. I was 16 when they were born and I was 11 when Will was born and he's going to be 21 this year. And he was born a premature, a preemie baby. If you don't know what that means, it means premature, <laughs> but, um, it's nice to be around them to see the growth and everything. And then sometimes it's bad, like when period week comes. Oh boy. We're all syncing up in here to have like a fucking bad attitude for the remainder of our lives for the week. <laughs> yeah, a week seems like a lifetime. But in any case, so I'm very proud of my growth this week. 
And I think on a weekly basis, I'm going to try and update you on more growth happening with me because we all need to like give each other that, you know, chin up thing. And again, if you have a hangover, I'm trying to whisper so that your head doesn't hurt (laughs) because I know tomorrow when this episode releases, it's going to be bad for you guys anyway, not for me. For me, I'm going to be all good. I'm going to be laughing at everybody who's, you know, hurting. I'm hoping these phone calls chill tomorrow because Monday was insane. Yesterday was emotional. Today was very quiet. Um, I don't know if you heard my sister, my other sister, but she's downstairs talking nonsense. This house echoes. So you can hear like everything. So my mom doesn't even need to listen to the podcast. I'm sure she just heard the entire hour just now on her own. But uh, thanks for supporting the podcast, guys. Remember, subscribe, rate, and review. Podcast is available everywhere. (laughs) And I'm trying to find some new places to put this thing so we can grow the audience. But like I said, tell your friends to tell their friends that we can be friends. And I will catch you guys next week with some new content. And let's keep it cuckoo in 2021, okay, boys and girls? It's going to be lit. Anyway, (laughs) love you guys. Thanks for listening. Have a great rest of your day.